Okay, we're back with some Black Belt Barrister and the UK trial. She simply says that she doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Then when pressed as to who started the fight, again, she didn't deny that a fight happened. She didn't say that any one party started it or not. Then again, one of her friends repeated, she really did whoop your butt, as she put it. And again, the response was, we're not going to talk about it. Now, in my view, if they were as friends sitting around poolside having a conversation about this, and it was her sister being accused of beating her up. If she hadn't done so, in my opinion, she would have denied it. She would have said, no, that didn't happen. She didn't do that. She wasn't violent and she hasn't hit me. She didn't do any of those things. She simply said she didn't want to talk about it anymore. So those are my views. But coming back to the judgment at the tail end of paragraph 200, the judge says, in my view, the film added nothing of value to the issue of whether Amber Heard had a violent record. So again, there is much more in that section of the judgment, but this was the one that really stood out to me. Because again, as I've said with audio recordings, this was a video and audio recording, which does show a real conversation. Now, I do agree with the judge to some extent in that a video recording like that is not crafted questions. They are not rephrased questions under the direction of a judge. They are not necessarily to convey truthful information. It is just a recording. It should be taken for what it is. However, since this case was to be decided on the balance of probabilities, the existence of this video in and of itself, and the lack of a denial within that video that her sister had been hitting her or beating her, in my view, on the balance of probabilities, it's more likely than not that she would have denied that her sister had been beating her up. And the fact that she didn't do any of those things, she merely said she didn't want to talk about it, it is my view that that probably did happen. And as I say, you can leave me your thoughts and opinions Don't in the comment section that. below. So in my view, this should have at least had some impact on Amber's credibility to the effect that there's the indication of some violent history there. Although this, it seems, was included and permitted to be cross-examined on so that the judge could then come to the conclusion that it didn't have any weight and didn't take the matter any further. As a final point for this video, we're not nearing the end just yet because this is going to be a lengthy section, but for the final point of this video, I want to contrast two different things. First of all, when the judge has taken evidence about Amber having a quick temper, but concluding that it's not the same as recourse to violence, so in my view, making the assumption there that the medical evidence that she has a quick temper doesn't mean that she violent. This assumption imputed to Amber Heard is obviously in her favor. But in one of the incidents, incident four, in my view, the judge takes the scenario and effectively makes an assumption the other way around. In my personal opinion, and with respect to the learned judge, he makes an assumption that because Johnny Depp had been in an argument, that that became physically violent. So in respect of Amber, at paragraph 203, the judge says there was evidence that Amber Heard could have a quick temper. Thus, for instance, Dr. Connell Cohen, which was the psychotherapist, noted she has insight into her short temper and insecurities. She has no self-soothing techniques other than to engage Johnny Depp in reassurances. And at the tail end of this paragraph, there is, in my view, an assumption on the part of the judge where he says, I accept that shortness of temper is not the same as recourse to violence. But in respect of incident four, bearing in mind what I've said about whether or not the judge made an assumption that one thing led to physical violence, despite the evidence of the people that were there. 
Let me read this bit through to you, and then I promise you this will be the close of this second video. Here we go. So starting at paragraph 239, the re-amended defence, which is what that means, sets out the defendant's case relating to this incident, and the re-amended reply, which was a reply to that defence, sets out the claimant's, i.e. Johnny Depp's reply, to the matter stated in this plane journey from Boston to LA. Amber Heard gave her account of this incident in her first witness statement at paragraph 65 to 83, but she was not cross-examined about this incident. Now, I think this is somewhat of a difficulty. Perhaps it was due to time constraints, but normally, as I said earlier in the video, you must put things in cross-examination to another party if you want to allege that they are wrong or mistaken, or simply you want to put your case to them so that they have an opportunity to respond to it so that you can make submissions on it and it will be considered by the judge. So anyway, Johnny Depp had chartered a private plane to fly him and Amber Heard to LA, and this was on the 24th of May, 2014. At paragraph 244, Johnny Depp did not recall whether he was under the influence of alcohol and or drugs during the plane journey, However, a text message was sent on the 30th of May, ultimately talking about drinking, etc. the evening before. So suffice to say, in this incident, Amber had said that Johnny Depp had kicked her hard in the back. This was as part of her witness statement. Now, this was countered by Stephen Deuters in his evidence and Jerry Judge in his evidence, both of whom were present on the plane. At paragraph 247 of the judgment, it confirms that Mr. Deuters supported the account in the re-amended reply that Johnny Depp had not during the flight assaulted Amber Heard. He said that Johnny Depp had never kicked her. The configuration of the seats and tables in the plane would not have allowed him to do so. He says that Johnny Depp may have playfully moved over to tap Miss Heard on the bottom with his shoe, but he was not sure that it even connected. He said that Johnny Depp had been quiet and focusing on his sketching. There was then an exchange of messages whereby Johnny Depp had essentially apologised for behaving badly to Amber Heard. So when he was asked about why he apologised if he'd not behaved badly, he said that he apologised, and this is a 2.52 of the judgment, he apologised because Amber Heard was unresponsive to him. She would not let go of her beliefs, and so he used words which she would find pleasing. In closing submissions, Mr. Sherborne for Johnny Depp said that he would not have done this in the presence of Stephen Deuters and Jerry Judge. Bearing in mind that Jerry Judge is Johnny Depp's head of security, so anyone in a position of head of security is going to be hardwired to prevent physical aggression between any parties that they are there to protect, including, in my view, as a martial arts expert, if Johnny Depp were to try to be aggressive towards anybody else, Jerry Judge would have prevented him from doing so, loyalties or otherwise. But ultimately, the judge discounted both of these two witness testimonies, saying that their loyalties were to Johnny Depp, and therefore essentially didn't believe what they had to say. And instead of relying on the witness testimony, relied on the exchange of text messages, which remember, as we've all become familiar with hearsay during the course of these trials, hearsay is anything that is not said in oral evidence, which is supposed to be the truth of a matter stated. So the messages essentially were hearsay, if you want to believe the truth of what is stated within them. However, the two witnesses being in court are not hearsay because they are in court and they are cross-examined. But in this incident, the judge doesn't believe the two witnesses' account, whereas, as I've said previously, the judge does take witness account as against other evidence that's been produced, even though the recordings and the videos do show clearly what happened. They were audio or video recordings of exactly what happened. In my view and in my submission to you watching this, those audio and video recordings are better hearsay evidence than a simple text message, which can be conveyed in a number of different ways, which is, as it happens, one of the reasons hearsay is said to be less reliable anyway, because to prove the truth of the matter, you need to be able to test 
the veracity of the contents of that message, scripture, or whatever that hearsay evidence is. Whereas with a video or an audio recording, you can hear it for what it is, you can hear the exchange, but nonetheless, as I said, this is one comparison where the hearsay evidence was taken over and above to witness testimony, whereas in other cases, it hasn't been, but only when it was favorable to Amber Heard and not Johnny Depp. So again, before this video becomes far too long, it will need to be broken out into several more videos, now, just to reiterate, as I did at the beginning of the video, none of this is to say my views are right, none of this is to say the judge is wrong, this is just one possible breakdown by one humble barrister such as myself to give you an opportunity to think about, to comment on this judgment, the evidence, how the evidence was played, how the evidence was considered, and what you think in respect of what's now been heard in the US trial. So I hope you found this interesting. Please do drop a like and subscribe and all that great YouTube stuff. Please do tell your other friends about me if you want to have me on their channels. I was so pleased to be on Popcorn Planet with Andy Signal, and thank you all for introducing me to go onto his channel. So with that, please make sure you subscribe, come back for more, and thank you as always for watching watching. Okay, let's see. Are you, you guys still there, man? Are you still? Oh, you are. Hi there. Welcome back to the Christopher Cabaneta show. And I was just thinking about how I, I would like to, um, love to be on his show. You can be on my show too. Okay, uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Welcome back to the channel. So, as promised, I want to do a great. This is part one of the UK Johnny Depp trial against newsgroup newspapers and Dan Wooten, not notably against Amber Heard, which is something of a significant issue because the comparisons are being drawn between the US trial and the... She must have sucked them off too for, uh, you know, coming to her defense. Just, uh, wasn't that a little cross? Yeah, maybe it was. K trial specifically in respect of Amber Heard. Now, whilst she does center within the story, of course, she was not a defendant in the It'll UK be case. If I want so to. this video may have to be broken out into two, if not even three videos. It's my podcast and I'll be crass if I want to crass if I want to fucking is because of the length of it. Mainly because of the length of the judgment, it was 129 pages. So first of all, I want to just outline what the claim was, and I'm going to start with the appeal, because permission to appeal was refused, and why that might be, why I think that might be, and some of the difficulties surrounding UK appeals. So first of all, for those that don't know, this original trial in the UK was about an article published by The Sun, referring to Johnny Depp, initially at least, as a wife-beater. The article title was later changed to say that he'd been accused of the same thing. But of course, by that point, once it's published, the damage is done. So on the 27th of April, 2018, the initial headline read, 
Gone Potty, how can J.K. Rowling be genuinely happy casting wife Peter Johnny Depp in the new Fantastic Beasts film? But of course that title was later changed. Now, as I said, there were two defendants in this case, News Group Newspapers Limited, which ultimately published Sun and Dan Wood, the then executive director, as he was so described, who indeed wrote the article that was then published on the website of the sun.co.uk. Now, there are lots of people online that have raised potential bias and arguments. Now, I'm not going to talk about the factual matrix of that. Safe to say that some people say that because the judge... By the way, I'm glad that um, this step case is also... Maybe putting a little conscience back in British tabloidism, tabloid journalism. The Sun, uh, you know, famous like page. Do do they still have fucking page three girls? They had like tits, tits out page three girls since I was there in the mid eighties. Um, I wonder if they still had that. Hmm. Um, you know, British women. Y'all should uh, shut that shit down. That's that's fucking um, repulsive, and uh, invasion of our privacy as a as a half the human race ought to be disrespected like that. Fuck that. Fuck the sun. Three page three girls. Go fuck yourselves. Anyway, so uh, I think it's nice that Johnny Depp's case is is uh, cases are helping to uh, maybe. Uh, improve British tabloid journalism so that they can't, uh, so that they'll be held in check. I mean, they were, that was, uh, perjury.